Are we good? Are we ready? Yep, I think so. Okay. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Read Your Public Library's official podcast, Part of the Story. I am one of your co-hosts, Sage Black, joined today with Claire Brown and Shannon Lirandao. Hello. So happy to be here. It's our last pod of season two. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it's been two seasons complete. I know. And so we were thinking, oh, like, what are we going to do for season finale, right? Because, like, I mean, you should do what something, can we do? right? <laughs> and I thought, you know, like, some TV shows used to do, like, retrospectives. Do you remember? Like, little clip shows. And I'm not yeah. as fancy as that with editing yet. So, like, one day you all will get a clip show. It'll just be a clip real? show of us talking a about bloopers. Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'll be nothing special. It's, like, stuff you've already heard. It'll, it'll be, be the most fun. special. Because, honestly, like, Nicolas Cage has come up in our podcast more than Too you much. probably should have. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> fair too much <laughs> so we thought we'd talk a little bit about our podcast pandemic hosting experiences mm-hmm. because at this point we've it's done been an more experience quarantine pods away from each other than we have all together which is keep funny. in mind we're all in the same building right now we are we're all in the same building we're in separate rooms yep <laughs> because we are we in have separate rooms unmasked no mask. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so like that's one thing one that room. I'm super looking forward to is yeah. our one room, new equipment, fun setup yes. that we haven't oh even got gosh. to play with yet. When that new equipment came in, it was like the best day ever. It's like, I can't wait to use this six, what, six, seven months later, still like in the box. <laughs> yeah. hasn't been used. Can't wait to use this. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same so feeling as we're getting, we're getting really close to be able to use it and like yeah. set it up and have like a cute little studio. Yeah, we should have an unboxing video. Like this, we is should like actual- a setup. Like this so. is That's this right. is like the thing we're gonna be. That like, will be the professional podcasters. Yeah, that'll be like our only YouTube thing. Sometimes we talk about like recording this for YouTube. <laughs> our only one will be like, look at our setup. Yeah, and then that's it. Awesome. Yeah, no work. That's okay. Editing is weird. So Shannon, you joined the yes. podcast this year. <laughs> I and did we were already full swing pandemic pod. I think you and I were able to do one in person together. Yeah, we, we did first our, one our, with Trish. Yeah, I remember we did that. It was good. And I think I did not knowing about what's coming. Like I didn't realize the shift, right? Because I had not done it pre pandemic. So that I think that probably was all less confusing for me I didn't have to make any adjustments I didn't have to shift anything because I just came on board and here we are here we go so um nothing changed for me I'm still doing it the same (laughs) way it's when I started it's where we all are like in person looking at each other's faces like across the table be like I don't this is weird I need a screen (laughs) you're too real you're too real right I think yeah I I kind of flowed with it a little bit more maybe I was less bothered by that whole transition because I have no experiences really of of pre-pandemic so well and I think with Sage yeah I think with Sage and I like we hadn't podcasted podcasted is that a word very long um, (laughs) before we were quarantined and like in our houses quarantined like spring 2020 and I think it was stressful for both of us trying to figure out how like this is pre us figuring out the zoom situation and yes. like using an app and all that kind of stuff. So well, like transitioning to home pods was interesting. Yeah. yeah. And like figuring out the Zoom to be actually be able to see everyone is really nice because yeah. Claire and I were just doing it like on the anchor app, which to be fair, it was great. It did what it needed to do. Yeah. But it's just like you're having a phone call, which 
is fine, but then you don't like see the expressions or like, you know, the little, um, you know, body language things that you see <laughs> in person or even yeah. on camera. So I missed seeing that. So I'm glad we're like just one step closer to being back in person. That's exactly. It's like we were in person. We were very separated. Can't even mm-hmm. see your face. <laughs> like across then, town. Yeah. And then suddenly same building, same building, all screens. I mean, we're getting there. One day we're it's going to be there. table. It's going to be it's table cool. and it's going to be fantastic. I also find that when you can't see each other, um, you tend to stumble over each other's words because you're mm-hmm. worried that maybe there'll be a little pause or should I have a reaction laugh right now? Or shouldn't yeah. I, should I hold back? <laughs> At yeah, least exactly. then when you're seeing somebody, it's like, oh, they're going to keep talking. I can see that. I can... <laughs> so, yeah. Like they're thinking good. and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it can be really hard. And I know that some people do it all the time where they like, you know, don't see whomever or like with different programs or different podcasting or different whatever, Mm -hmm. like, and I'm sure that teachers have been experiencing that with like their kid, like kids at home with their cameras Mm -hmm. off. It's like, well, how much are you engaged with this? Yeah. Like, are you even there? Yeah. I have like, to do it like even... what twice a month and it's too much. Like <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine being a teacher doing it like seven or five days a week. Yeah. I know it can be really hard. And I think that so that's interesting to too, because like as much as we all love podcasting, maybe I'm speaking for out of turn, but I think that we do. <laughs> um, it's a different experience when we're not in that room together and we're not getting ready for that you know that that 15 minutes right before you record and you're together and you're like do you have your water like are we set up for the guests like all that take off your lanyard it's jingling in the mic it's jiggling speaking of I should take mine off if anyone hears it now it's me I'm always (laughs) the one who tells people to take it off and I didn't remember this time good job Sage (laughs) you're welcome that was my sly way of it works so I apologies for the first however many minutes of my lanyard Uh, but it's completely different it is completely different well and I I was thinking too about um that old adage and I don't know if it was Mary Kay or whomever Avon lady or somebody said even if you're making phone calls from your house you need to get dressed and put on your you know your business space or whatever you call it because people can hear that in your voice that there's just sort of that energy and I think the same thing with podcasting perhaps is that when you're all together when we were all together there was more energy there was a different kind of energy you know what I mean and I think either you can hear it or or the content of the podcast shows it however it comes across but it still comes across so I would I would venture to say that the best podcasts are probably the ones that are done in person. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say that too. And I think the three of us did podcast once together this year in person when things were a little bit more relaxed. I think we were masked Mm -hmm. and in the same room. um, Yeah, for a minute in the fall. (laughs) It's so hard. Everything is so blurred. What a time. But like that's so interesting because. I mean, when you're talking about pivoting and everyone has pivoted in different ways since March, 2020, for sure. But like this one is, this pivot for us is so specific, right? Like it's a thing that we recognize. And when we're thinking about or planning our recordings, we think, oh, like, okay, so what area are you going to be in? How are we going to do this? And like all that kind of stuff, right? So it's a completely, yeah, it's a completely different like vibe to the whole thing because Mm -hmm. as exciting as it is and I do love it it's 
one of my favorite things in my job. It's, it's different just not the when, same. No, the energy is different for sure. But yeah. I mean, as part of, well, we're going to tease season three for a, a, a hot minute. Like <laughs> this year, we were pleased to be able to welcome Shannon. And this is the end of the tripod. This is our last tripod. And oh, that's my no. favorite thing in the world. I love saying tripod. I think Don't worry, Shannon's so not leaving. Levels. No, Shannon <laughs> is not leaving. We are going to be a square, but I don't know. I don't even know how you can make that cute. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, let's, we'll think about it. We'll have to yeah. find something as cute because the tripod thing, I really loved. And our listeners know that I really tried to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I had someone actually reference it to me, a patron that listens to our podcast. Um, she had popped in at the doll last week and she said, I recognize your voice. And she's like, are you on the podcast? And I said, yes. <gasps> Oh my and gosh. she's like, wow. which one of the tripod are you? And oh I was like, she used tripod. I could have just like expired <laughs> so with happiness. Yeah. Claire's new best friend. Honorary yeah. member. <laughs> like it was, it was oh, like that's the so cute. best moment I think I've had that's in, sweet. in months. That like, is so See, everyone's one? had like, <laughs> Shannon had a, a secret anonymous like mask delivered. Yes. Claire had that. What have I, I have had nothing. Come on, <laughs> oh. people. Someone needs to show up and reference the podcast to sage yeah or like Feeling a little left out email yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i don't but know like what that was do. like what she said which voice of the, of the tripod are you i was just like like the little happiness like i could have floated home <laughs> that's sweet. you told her you were shannon and she went oh, yeah man. yeah <laughs> Uh, so funny yeah so come uh well late august i think we're back at it we're taking the mm-hmm. summer off um which like I, lots of people will probably notice that regular programming for summer is is typically suspended at the library as we focus on summer reading club um but come the end of august we will be a little we will be with another host and we're going to keep that person well it's the secret until we enter until we sort of what is that called announce them live on That's air right. and whatnot right, yeah. at that time. So all four of us will be in that first episode of season three, which like is crazy to me. Time goes strangely. Right. <laughs> like Especially I, this year. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel <laughs> or sorry, last like year. Last year slash know. this year was the same year somehow. Yeah. Like all of these like 2020.2. Yeah. <laughs> it's true it though, right? Yeah. I mean it kind of blends. It's all the same stuff. It's very similar challenges and yeah. You know, um, I just find that the end of this whole pandemic season was very fraught with ups and downs. I didn't find that the beginning was right. It, March on, you kind of just were locked down and everyone was just, oh, this is what's going to happen. And yeah. it's, it was going. But then, like, come Christmas and, and beyond that, you know, everything was kind of like, oh, it looks, it looks good. Oh, no, we totally tanked. Then, Ooh, yeah. It looks a little good. Ooh, uh, no, we totally tanked again. No, it's just like very traumatizing to be just, oh, we're on our way. No, we're not. Yeah. yeah. The roller coaster. Yeah. Hard. yeah. Yeah. Very hard yeah. because it's hard to make plans anywhere, right? And we've experienced that mm-hmm. at work, in our personal lives, and yeah. everything. And I think that's why it feels like, as much as this was our season two, it feels like a continuation of like season mm-hmm. 1B. 
because yeah. <laughs> like we weren't together all of the plans that we had because obviously it was going to be magically gone in October yeah exactly. <laughs> and we were going to be back to our regular like, scheduled programming <laughs> maybe this October we'll see yeah it, oh, fingers are crossed I really yeah. yep. I really hope so we're on the journey anyways so True. hopefully and I just thought of something if somebody that's listening has anxiety about not knowing who the new host is going to be maybe they should just drop by and find sage and ask, <laughs> oh, yeah, ask her in, yeah, in person I'll just say I can't podcast. tell you <laughs> no if you find no sage if they find yeah, you, if you if you find us, me yeah I'll tell you that's right but you, know, but you can't tell sage. anyone and no one else you will find know Shannon or I it's out yeah. you don't get to no. know I'm not telling anybody anything. No. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really exciting okay. to add, like, I think, like, Sage and I, we loved doing it together, but adding your voice into it, Shannon, I think has offered a new dynamic and it allows mm-hmm. us to have different conversations because, like, you and Sage yeah. share things in common that I absolutely, bless you both, <laughs> am not interested in. I love listening to you guys, but I can't <laughs> offer anything from That's my funny. personal perspective, except for I'm not interested in, in doing that. But um, <laughs> that's great for you, but no thanks. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. being able to add that fourth voice is going to be really exciting for next uh, season. And you get to keep mm-hmm. all and you get to still hear all of us in different mixtures and measures, but mm-hmm. it'll be a different voice. And it's a voice that our podcast listeners do know she has been on before. Yep. So oh, it'll be very oh, exciting. Wow. Yes. Giving away extra bits. <laughs> yeah. No more. No more. That's our that's our last little hint until you find Sage in person <laughs> and reference the podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then well, show me your awesome. phone so you can prove that you listen to yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sage. I need to see that you've downloaded yeah. every episode. Yeah. Okay. This oh, every episode why you yet. aren't yeah. getting any fan love. Come on. <laughs> gotta be open to all this stuff to happen (laughs) so before we get into our regular stuff reading watching listening we thought we would talk a little bit about summer plans what the summer looks like at the library and then what the summer might hopefully look like for ourselves so for the library we are full swing if you listen to last um last time's episode two weeks ago we are in full swing read your reads Yes. So we are welcoming champions and the authors um, all summer. So this week on the 24th, which hopefully this podcast is going up before then. I'm sorry, listeners, if if not, but you can check <laughs> it, it on. Yeah, you can check it on our YouTube uh, page or our Facebook page if it goes up afterwards. I'm going to try really hard though. Um, so this Thursday, we are welcoming Mayor Tara Beard, Champion by Chance Alone by Michael Eisen. And next month in July, date to be confirmed, uh, we will have a champion for the skin we're in. And then in August, we, I think it's the first Thursday, the fifth, the fifth, uh, my office mate just told me the fifth of August uh, for Why Birds (laughs) Sing. Um, So tune into all of those. They'll be live on our uh, Facebook page on those Thursday evenings um, at 6 p.m. But again, you can watch it later either on our Facebook page or YouTube. And we are also Summer Reading Club. Summer Reading Club is happening again. And it looks, I think, a little more normal than it did last year. Mm -hmm. Would you agree, ladies? 
I think so. Yeah, a little bit. I saw them um, leave with the, the book bike today in tow. So yes. that's up and running again. That's great. Yes. So the Summer Reading Club coordinators, and you can check the uh, schedule for it online and on our social medias, but they are that's out great. and about in different parks, um, handing out the challenge sheets, little kits that they've made. Um, they We have the story walks at Daw mm-hmm. on Tuesdays and Timberlands on Thursdays, if I'm not mistaken. And there's Summer Reading Club for all ages. So the children's bingo sheet, um, which primarily the Summer Reading Club coordinators are focusing on, but they'll have the other sheets as well. And then we have the teen Summer Reading Club. So 12 to 17, we have DIY kits that you can sign up for on our website. So please do. Um, And then we have adults out and about uh, Summer Reading Club, which we already had a few people turn in. Oh wow! I had someone return, like turn in their little, you know, card, you know, cardstock with all their yeah. things completed in, and then they asked for another one. I said, "Why oh, not? Yeah. Take one." That's cool. So yeah, yeah. people are enjoying cool. it. Summer actually officially starts what today? Yeah, today's yeah. the longest day of the year, right? Yeah, yeah today <laughs> is, awesome. and it's a beautiful day for it. So I, I like them. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I really like them because especially for the kids and adults, it's not only like reading related, like there's other little like challenges in there, you know? So yeah, it it challenges you, quote unquote, ooh, pun, uh, challenges you to uh, get out. Well, our theme is out and about, so it challenges you to do something maybe a little bit outside of your comfort zone or read outside your comfort zone or even, you know, a little activity (laughs) that you might not have thought about yeah. or whatever so yeah. it's not just like oh read such and such a book and color in this square so it's much looser than that and I think it gives flexibility for people to figure out how mm-hmm. it can work for them uh, which is exactly. excellent and it runs from June 1st to August 31st so plenty of time still to hop on the train mm-hmm. and get involved so please do well and if you're a parent like me I don't know how many parents we have listening but I always started my kids at the summer reading club with the intention that we're gonna do it this time we're gonna go all the way through and get all the prizes and then we drastically drop off mid-July so even if you're one of those parents you can still try and then quit in mid-July if you want (laughs) okay totally fine totally fine to do that and then pick up a little sheet for yourself and then you can do it along with them and maybe then you'll all get maybe even to august <laughs> yeah Good if not mid-august beginning of august Whoa. <laughs> yeah <laughs> go as far as you can it's a choose your own adventure <laughs> but i think that's what's perfect for summer flexibility is because so many people you know camping or the kids mm-hmm. are maybe in day homes or yeah. you know summer camps yeah, I'll whatever the that. case may be. So it's not mm-hmm. a hard and fast. You have to do this on this day. You work mm-hmm. through it at your pace, whatever works for you in that moment. Yeah. And check your the intention box. is just to get people reading and interacting with the library. And especially now that we're open, Yeah, right? It's nice to be able to, to welcome back people and, and find that new book that you need and just reacquaint yourself with us and, and how we're working down here. Yes, exactly. And all three branches are open. We have all the same hours at all three branches. Um, So you can visit whichever one is convenient for yourself. Uh, We do have kits. Well, there will be kits throughout the summer as we have had. Um, So, you know, as always, call the branch ahead of time if you're concerned that that particular branch might not happen on that particular day. And we'll try to, you know, match you with a branch that does have a kit for you available. I know that Shannon's... um, 
journaling kit just came ah. out not too long ago. I don't know if there was any of them left, but I there's, think so. yeah, so there's always something. So just keep checking our websites, call the branches and uh, we'll try to hook you up with little summer, little summer surprises. That's so good. Yeah. So personally speaking, Shannon, what's up <gasps> in the summer? Oh, well, I'm still working on my triathlon. And, and the pools are open. The pools are open. Yes. So that was an absolute, like, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of what it would have felt like to, to ha- do you have something that you love that you had to stop. And then the first day back, I like, oh my God, I was like, it was Christmas. I literally <laughs> like was going to pee in my swimsuit. I swear. And I was just tentatively walking. I went to the outdoor pool because that was what I could register for. And I just tentatively walked out and like looked around and am I, am I allowed to be here? Yeah. Is this good? Is this, Is this real? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, but it was just, oh, it was just so beautiful that feeling of like yes we could do this again so yeah that was wonderful so it's couldn't come too soon for sure I only have like what 20 some odd days left until the big thing so exciting to to get going yeah and um that's that's really fun um getting to the the point where I can uh you know, actually do some stuff. And I feel pretty confident, not overconfident, but just confident. Like I'm not going to totally bomb. So that feels really good. I'll be able to throw, uh, yeah, I'll be able to show myself after this triathlon. I'll be able to show my face. Right, Is yeah. that where you're at? Be able to walk the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's really been, that's been great. I'm happy to have that. Um, mm-hmm through all the transition, you know, and up and down and up and down, like I was talking about before, this has sort of been a constant since I launched it in January and said, this is what I'm going to do. It's been, it's been there for me, almost like a little friend, right? Uh, What should I be doing right now? Oh, you could actually work out. (laughs) Get prepared. (laughs) Read another travel on book or or whatever, right? Just stay focused. And I think mentally, you know, mental health wise, that's been really helpful for me, which makes um, sense. Yeah. It's uh, just having been... a routine and sort of that comfort activity yeah. where it's like, okay, things are, things maybe aren't normal, but I can do this and feel yeah. like I'm working towards something that will happen. And the end. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's been really fulfilling and uh, yeah, it's been good. And I think um, we weren't sure how, how summer was going to go for my sister. She lives far away. She lives in Montreal and I don't get to see her very often. And of course with the pandemic that kept everything at bay. Um, and so um, unfortunately my dad got quite ill. And so she's had to fly back for kind of the emergency visit, but it's going to turn into something a little bit longer. So I get to spend some time with my sister, which is a happy circumstance from something that's probably not so happy. So um, I'm looking forward to just spending time with her and reconnecting in that family way, because I'm sure there's tons of people after this whole pandemic situation that haven't been able to see their people and haven't been able to move freely, even across our own country to go and visit and and do that. So I'm grateful for that experience. I'm going to have that this summer. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Oh, for sure. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. 
or like even when things were, you know, quote unquote open, not feeling maybe comfortable or feeling like maybe it's not the right thing to do, you know, quotation marks where it just feels like a chance that you're taking. Whereas now we're sort of closer and there are some protections out there and people can feel a little bit better, safer, whatever it is about, yeah, getting together with those people that for the last, you know, 15 months or so, it's been right. sort of taboo to, to mm-hmm. see because it seemed irresponsible or whatever, right? Sure. And the vaccination rate has certainly helped, right? Uh, yeah. Chances are good that some of those people that you're flying on the airplane with are vaccinated and yeah. might not be carrying, you know, as much baggage <laughs> as, yeah. as you might be concerned about. So I think, yeah, overall, I think that's, that's helpful for sure. Oh, I would agree. I would agree. Definitely. So Sage, what are you up to this summer? This summer? Well, you know, not much. Um, You know, we didn't think that we were going to be having a summer, right? So it just kind of came out of the blue. So (laughs) summer's canceled, but we're open. Summer's open. Um, (laughs) Open for business. Um, So yeah, so I took some time off in the summer. Not really sure what our plans will be yet. My mom took some time off too. So we'll maybe try to do some camping or maybe go to the mountains for a day or two. So that would be nice. Nice. Um, I'm just really looking forward to the beautiful weather. Like today's a beautiful day. Um, We're downtown. So like the city gardens are gorgeous. Yeah. I love that part of like summer downtown. That part is so nice. Gardening and like hot in the sun. You're like, oh, beautiful. Someone (laughs) has to do it, right? Not me, but someone. Yeah. I don't have the patience for gardening, but I certainly do like to enjoy the fruits of others people's labor. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Well, and, and speaking of, so I recently moved and I have like, you know, a cute little balcony. So, um, this past weekend, my mom, she had bought me like a lot of, um, like plants and flowers to put out there. So we spent the time like organizing it with my little chairs and I have some flowers and a tomato plant and a a sugar snap pea plant. So that's all growing and it looks super cute and it'll just be nice to like have that space to use and enjoy it. And it gets a ton of sun. So I'll just be out there, you know, with like an afternoon beverage, um, enjoying my time. So that's so good. And will Paku be on his leash with you or is he not relegated? Um, no, the kitty, he <laughs> loves his leash, although I do not trust him on the, pa- on like the balcony. No. Um, there's too many birds that fly by and he's just like ready to jump up. On- <laughs> there's like a little piece of the roof that like goes like right beside on, on the side of the house. And he, oh, so I, he can no, use it. No, he would like go in between the railings, jump on and then like be stuck on the roof. And like, I'd have to call the fire department and how do you get them down? <laughs> like, what do you do? Yeah. Come kitty back. Oh, yeah. No, he'd be like, absolutely not. Like there's birds over there. I'm going. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I'd love maybe in his old age. We'll see. Who knows? Um, but he's just, his prey drive is like way too high. We were at my mom's house this weekend and I put him on his little like tether and leash in the backyard so he can kind of run around. And he was the closest I've ever seen him to catching two birds on two separate occasions. Like his hands were like this together and the bird was just like a centimeter ahead. Oh, so, like, he's going to get He's going to bring you a present, Sage. I almost want him to because I want him to have that experience, but I don't, <laughs> want, him to kill, but I don't want him to kill a bird. I would be horrified if he killed a bird because I love them. They have their little babies in the birdhouses. Like, I love how you know, you're like, oh, I want my little boy to have the best <laughs> that life experiences, but also, you know, don't but be also, a you know, yeah, I don't want him to kill anything. So it's, it's catch 22, truly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and so I'm also excited to, you know, summer's open, restrictions are easing a bit, um, to see mm-hmm. my friends 
it was like, you know, a day or two after that was all announced and my friend made a, a Facebook page, invited a bunch of her friends. So she's having a little, a little get together on her, in her yard. They live out in the country. So they have like a huge, like, you know, couple acres. So it'll be like a nice big space, um, a really good time. I'm excited to see people and, you know, be as safe as possible. Hopefully I'll get my second dose before then. Um, nice. But yeah, it'll just, you know, that's what I've missed the most, I think, is just socializing. Not like I'm a huge partier <laughs> anyway, um, but on the odd occasion, it's just nice to like see the people and engage and, you know, have and those nice conversations that you haven't had. that thought of, am I being irrespons- irresponsible? Mm-hmm. Like, am I making the mm-hmm. right choice? Well, exactly. And now it'll just be like, okay, so sort of on the other side of it. I can go to this get together and feel like I'm not you know, breaking the rules. Exactly. And like all of that stuff. So then you can enjoy it more. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, you don't want to spend your time there being like, Oh my gosh, like I shouldn't be here. Am I doing the right like, thing? Yeah. Or like, am I going to get sick or like whatever, you know, yeah. it's just, mm-hmm. I, that, that will always still be in the back of everyone's minds, I think for quite a while. Yeah. Um, but I'm just hoping like over time, it just, you know, it's smaller and smaller until the point where you can just like flick it out be like, shut up. And then, <laughs> and then you're good, you know? So yeah, I mean, I'm excited. So we'll see. And I think that's a good point too. Like people will come in and out of the restrictions differently because the world is different. We all experienced something together. We've experienced this like shared traumatic event. And Mm -hmm. some people are super ready to be like, yes, I'm taking my mask off. I'm looking all the faces and like, you know, all of that kind of stuff. (laughs) I'm not quite there, but (laughs) yeah. And other people are like, I'm going to go ahead and keep my mask on until, you know, whatever time that they feel safe or whatever and both both feelings are valid people are ready for this to be over even the people who are continuing you know to be distant or masked or whatever it's not that they're like "Ooh, I wish the pandemic would never end it's (laughs) like I've processed this and I'm not done processing this yet yeah like exactly that's right I need that safety you know safety you know blanket for lack of a better term of I feel better in public with my mask or I feel better you know keeping my distance or not going to a larger event or whatever it is like people are going to get to where they're going in their own speed and it's like on a continuum as well you can you can advance and then you can come back a little bit if it doesn't feel quite safe or maybe the day changes or you know timing all of it like I just because you're all in doesn't mean you have to stay all in. And just because you're wanting to be all careful and masked up doesn't mean you have to stay that way either. There's exactly. lots of room for shifting around as things, you know, change for you personally. Yeah. As you the, new, the new rules and stuff. Yeah. And it's a good note for people moving forward too. Like we're all moving forward. We're all happy to be moving forward, yeah. but we might not all be moving forward at the exact same pace. So it's continue to have kindness for each other in the same way that you would hopefully for yourself. Um, So yeah, just let people get to where they're going at the speed limit that they think is good. That's right. I agree. There's no pressure to do anything too fast or too slow. It doesn't matter. We'll all get there. Exactly. So my summer (gasps) is going to be filled with like basically boring house stuff. I didn't really take off any time in the summer. I never, I typically never do. Um, And so I mowed the lawn literally for the first time in my life. Nine days ago now, nine days ago. And 
lawnmowers are not made for left-handed people. So immediately. Do they even sell them? Like, do they even sell them? Like, these are for left-handed people? I'm not Or it's sure. just like, good luck. Yeah, I <laughs> think it's fun. basically good luck because it's such a small percentage of the population. And to be honest right. with you, I'm sure other people who are left-handed have like, yeah, I noticed that like seven years ago, like calm yeah. down. <laughs> and um, too, I but... would never have even thought of that. Honestly. I didn't think no, of it I until I was That's right-hand to... privilege. It is. Uh, that is I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did not think of it until I was trying to, like it's a gas power one. So you have to like hold the bar down, pull the, I don't even know what it's called. The pull string, the drawstring. I yeah, don't know what they're called. Starter. No. Um, yeah. And it's, on my non-dominant side and I could not get it started last weekend I was in the front yard reefing on it like you would not believe probably dislocating my shoulder or trying to in the process looking the absolute fool like I've like I was just gonna say like I'd never done it before which like I hadn't like that's not for the neighbors to know they don't need no. to know that believe me they know and yeah, I'm, I'm going to be in the future. I'm going to be a person that leaves the clippings because I got covered in them. And I did figure it out yesterday how to pull it with my left sort of cross body ways and Ooh. hold on to everything and keep it all going. So like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to figure out how to do that. Like, but yard work in general, I'm not a bug fan. I'm not a, uh, I don't, I don't like, I'm not enjoying outside all the time necessarily. I'm a very inside person. Um, I'm pale as everyone who meets me can see. I am not a person who likes to, you know, sunbathe or, or go to the pool or, you know, beach or whatever. I'm very much a fall, spring type of person, but I will have to summer this year, if nothing else, to take care of a, a yard. And I will also be taking Remus to beginner dog courses, beginner dog courses, like he doesn't know how to be a dog, um, beginner training courses. <laughs> not, not a good dog. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> beginner training yeah. courses, because my poor boy, he needs, he's a, he's a lovely puppy, but he needs to be a nice little gentleman dog. So he does need some help along his journey. Mm-hmm. So that will be, that will be upcoming in August, which I'm very much looking forward to. I was telling Shannon and Sade before we started this podcast, he came down at lunch to visit me. And this is the first time he's been downtown when there's like people, people afoot. There's like and, stuff going uh, on. Yeah. He was overwhelmed by the experience. There was a well, lot to be fair. There's like behavior. all the construction across yeah. the street, people in the park, like an ambulance and a fire truck went screaming by. Like, yeah. And like, he's a lot. He's a it's a lot for me. You he's know? a beautiful dog. I will say that he's, he's a beautiful dog. And I love that people are like, they you get a lot me. of attention. Yes. And they're always like, oh, he's so beautiful and whatever. And I want to, and I'm, you know, thank you. But I would love, thank you. (laughs) I would love if he were doing something that his behavior did not make me embarrassed for them to have noticed him in the first place. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, he's beautiful, but like, yeah. (laughs) Come on. So, like, one day I just want him to be like, oh, he's beautiful and well behaved. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, oh, bless. I've done my job. Because right now he's beautiful. Claire, while she's walking Remus and tell her. beautiful and well-behaved but only if he's actually being well-behaved which he will get to he will get to i I have faith in him him. so that's basically yeah my summer because on my own it'll be a different vibe i'll Mm -hmm. be having an on my own summer sage style so yeah hopefully as an animal yeah as (laughs) the two animals that they have yet to make peace oh yeah right 
Um, but they look like they're making progress. Like you posted a picture progress. and they were, they were like two feet away from each other behind yeah. a gate. Yeah. But like <laughs> that's, I'd say that's not progress. necessarily worried about Remus. I'm definitely worried about my cat CD, but uh, she'll, she'll get with her. She's got, she's there. older and like, you know, it takes her a little a senile <laughs> in, oh, the, in the sweetest way. Yeah. And she's always been kind of mean if we're being yeah. honest like yeah. i'll just tell you she's, she's not been the friendliest of cats it's not just many the old years age. yeah no no, no. Yeah. she's been like that since babyhood um so yeah it'll be an interesting it'll be an interesting different kind of summer but uh, looking forward to it anyways it'll be good and then our podcast fans who have a lawn mowing company can just find yes, sage yeah, and yeah. on their information yeah <laughs> Exactly. So I'm looking for either a house husband or a teen with a landscaping startup that wants to do hard work for not as many dollars as as that as as many people might charge me because obviously it's it's a lot of work and it's worth people's time and money. So like I understand that, but also. I would like it to cost me as little as possible. So. Absolutely. See, that's why I'm I'm, I'm a little pleased <laughs> because like I bought a house and it's like a cute little townhouse, but it has condo fees, which then go to mowing the lawn. So I don't even have to touch a lawnmower, <laughs> which is just like, the, the best thing. Because when that's I was even like thinking about like, you know, home ownership, I'm like, do I have to buy a lawnmower? <laughs> like, I don't like <laughs> what? Like, I don't, don't want to spend money on that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's expensive. And I don't want to do that. It's probably just cheaper to pay, like, you know, the kid down the street. Yeah. Your lawn. And now I don't have to worry about it. So it's great. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Some other company yeah. that has to and deal with it. And it's just that. me. Like, then it's my responsibility. And what yes. if I don't want to mow the lawn that day? And then your neighbors are like, wow, your lawn's super crazy. It's I like, know. Well, I don't want to be the person in the neighborhood where it's like, oh, that house dropped off. Yeah. It used right? to be kept up and things <laughs> yeah. were looking good. And in and the now, last in the last few months, just what's going on what over there? I do. Yeah, I don't want to be fodder for the neighborhood. Oh, you guys, it doesn't matter what other people think. See, that's why I don't even like lawns. I would much rather just people have. <laughs> I do not like a grass lawn. Like a, you know, I would just rather people have like wildfire, wild, wild wildfires, flowers, <laughs> flowers. I don't want fires. And like, you know, just, you know, just use the space gardens, even just like a little clover. Field. I do like I the idea of like zero scaping. I do yeah. like that idea. But because it's better for the bees and yeah. the bugs, you know, I know you don't it's like great. bugs, but yeah, I don't want to be involved in the bugs, but if I don't have to be outside with them, then maybe but then the bugs go to the plant, there, you know, yeah. <laughs> better for everyone. Yeah, you'll get there. You'll yeah, get there. We'll see. We'll see. So we are going to get into our last reading, watching, listening of season two. And Ooh. we're going to just go around. We'll each do our reading. We'll each do our watching. We'll each do our listening. And Perfect. we'll get down into it. So Sage, what have you been reading? Mm-hmm. I have been reading. It's a bit new for me. I haven't read a ton of manga. I've only ever read like a couple chapters and to, to see how... Um, it ended because I was watching the anime and I needed to know because the, the show yeah, hasn't ended yet. So I like, I I, yeah, I needed to know. Um, it was, it was good. I enjoyed it. So I actually um, checked out from the library. It's called Uzumaki by Junji Ito. Um, so it's uh, a manga, obviously. And it's, um, it's quite a thick, you know, quite a thick book, but it's three volumes. So they were published recently, like all together, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, but it's about, it, it's, I'm not quite used to reading horror and I wouldn't say it's like scary horror it's more like body horror like disturbing like um you know like just you know bodies and twisting in weird ways um that sort of thing um so it's about this little town on the seaside in Japan 
and the main character, her name is Kiri, and then there's her boyfriend, Suichi, and he seems to be the only one who realizes what's happening in this little town and that it's it's haunted by not, like, paranormal or, like, people, um, but by spirals, like the shapes, um, you know, little spirals. And so these spirals, they kind of possess people in weird ways and, and people die in, in strange ways. And, and just the art, like, it's a really... Um, cool art style and it's um really well done like I've really enjoyed I think that's what I enjoy the most out of it mm-hmm. um because the plot it's good it's just you know you have to kind of um you know suspend your disbelief a little bit because there's stuff that happens where you're like okay only two people in this whole town are realizing like what's <laughs> going on because a spoiler about like just almost halfway through like a boy turns into a snail but like big <laughs> snail like the size of a boy <laughs> and they're oh all like God. They're all like, oh, like that's not that's not him, and it's it's obviously him, and they saw him turn into it, but no one seems to care. And then like the chapter ends, and then everyone just moves on. Like there's no there's no talk about it. Um, so in, in that sense, like it's not like it's a really like plot driven story. Like I'm interested to see why these spirals are haunting this town, um, but it's good. I also like that each chapter is kind of its own story with stuff mm. happening, so you don't really feel like oh, I have to get through this chapter to like get on to the next thing. Um, it's always just mm. kind of pulling you through. So I like it in that sense too. And just the art is really nice. Um, and yeah, he has a few other books um, that he's ri- uh, that we have here at the library too that we've just ordered new. Um, so I think I'll check those out next because it's definitely interesting. I've never read anything like it before, but it's it's good. It's nothing too like, you know, it's not scary, but you're just like, ooh, like that's kind of yeah. gross. But like kind of not... cool, kind of gross, yeah. you know? Like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. It's like but I'm interested, yeah. but also like gross. Yeah, you know, but yeah, it's 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 quite interesting. So nice. I, I would recommend. That's if you good. want something out of the box because it's definitely yes. out of my that would my box, be out so. of my comfort zone. Also, <laughs> me too. Yep, for sure. Mm-hmm. What about you, Shannon? What you've been reading? Uh, the first book is Every Day in Tuscany. A little glimpsed into the seasons of Italy, and just takes you through all the different changes in in the way people are, in how they, you know, get ready for the next season, um, and what is it nonfiction? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's nonfiction. It's very good. Um, the other thing I took out was Uneducation, the residential school graphic novel. Mm. Uh, by Jason Eagle speaker. Very good. Very graphic on, on so many levels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, that was excellent. It was good talking points too, for um, my family, my children, because a graphic has a way of capturing you that just the, the printed words don't it can be so- more accessible in some ways. I, well, especially for a teenage son. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but you can even just flip let's say this one open to a random page and he kind of has it arranged as if it were like a reading as like a newspaper, almost like a periodical, maybe even just, you know, this new page has, Oh, now in, you know, 18, whatever happened, then this is an experience here. And it kind of just talks about that similar to the way Sage said hers goes, you're jumping ahead. Let's say you're you're not going to miss the whole plot of the story. It's, Mm -hmm we all know what the story is all about, but um, it's just interesting. So somebody that doesn't maybe feel comfortable sitting down with a whole giant volume of 
terrible stories. You could just flip through this one and just glean a few bits out if that felt more comfortable for you. So Mm -hmm. I would recommend that. Uh, And I also took out a little book about tiny houses. So it's called The Little Book of Living Small. And actually, I think that's um, an endeavor that I'm going to take on moving forward. Um, It's probably not going to happen this summer with the crazy lumber prices, but I feel like (laughs) that's having a a turnaround as well. And I think there's a a tiny house in my future. So Oh, I'm so jealous. I like, I think the tiny houses are adorable. And like when you watch all those things or you see the blogs or whatever, and uh, they show like little transformations or how they use the space, like the most efficiently that they can. And I'm just like, I'm enamored by it. The problem is I would need a tiny tiny house and a tiny like book trailer. (laughs) Like, so I don't know at that point if it's tiny house living anymore. It's like tiny train living, I guess. There's a good <laughs> show. I don't know if it's on Netflix or Amazon Prime, but Tiny House Nation. I always, my mom and I watch that one together, and that's a good one. Like they make these tiny houses for people, and they're just so creative, and they make yeah. stuff yeah. interesting, like stuff you never think of. You're like, that's such a good way to use the space because when yeah. you only have like 300 square feet, you kind of have to, Be you know, smart. know how to use the yep. <laughs> use the space. So, but yeah, even in a big house, man, you could use some of those interesting little tips Agreed. to make yeah. everything a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Very cool. So that's what I've been reading. Over the weekend, or I guess at the end of last week, I read this book. So I don't know why I got this book, but I did. And I was like in (laughs) London Drugs. Yeah, I was in London Drugs. And the cover is actually quite beautiful. So I I would like people to look up the cover. So we do have it in our collection as well. It's called Lost Immunity. The cover is quite catching. um, And it's about, um, I wouldn't call it a pandemic, an epidemic. Um, which is post-COVID, because COVID is mentioned in the book. And um, so it's a 2021 publication. So it follows a chief um, medical officer in, um, I think it's in Seattle. And she is discovering that a teen pop, like a small teen population is suddenly getting a strange sort of uh, mutation of meningitis. And is, sorry, is this fiction or nonfiction? Fiction. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay. And I was I was really worried. I was like, yeah. I haven't heard that on the news. <laughs> no, no, it's fiction. So then you get a little bit of a story about how it was in um I want to say Iceland, but that's probably wrong. And so, anyway, so where did these kids where what's their common denominator? Like how do, are they suddenly getting it? And then you start getting other patients who don't seem to have a common denominator with the first patients. And then you get, because this had happened a year, about a year ago in, I want to say Iceland, but again, I could be completely wrong. Um, people have been working on vaccine for this particular meningitis, trying to use, um, you know, vaccines that are available and create this. So she sort of uh, commandeers a clinical trial of this vaccine to stay in like her community versus uh, sending it out. And then the teens start dying seemingly from the vaccine. Oh no. So yeah. So I say seemingly. Um, so it is like a medical mystery thriller. Ooh. And I totally understand if some people are like, 
I'm not into that. I don't need to be a part of that. When everyone started watching Contagion at like the beginning of last year, I was like, "Mm." yep, I totally did. So I'm that person. Apparently, I'm that person twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, But it was interesting. You're consistent. Yeah. I don't typically read like medical, like mystery type of stuff. Um, But yeah, the kind of romance in it. There is not a single, wow. not a single okay. romance. Oh my goodness. There's actually, it features the breakdown of a marriage. So there we go. <laughs> so anti-romance. Yeah. Wow. But it, it was quite good. Canadian author, actually. So his name is Daniel Kala. And uh, he's an ER physician, I think, out in Vancouver, Victoria area. Um, oh. And this was not his first book. I don't understand how these people Ooh. with very busy lives are able to also write <laughs> a myriad of books I don't understand these people but you know bless them um, so yeah. it was definitely interesting and uh I did enjoy it for what it was even though yeah I can see how it would be triggering for maybe a lot of people but yeah gotcha but it, was, a, so it cool. was very fast-paced it was very fast-paced so nice. yeah I enjoyed it Sage what are you watching good oh what am I watching so I think I've talked about the show maybe before like in the past um it's a a British show um, it's a reality show. It it might be called like what 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 else would you call it? Like a like a find love game show. Um, I don't know. <laughs> the very technical Isle. term. Okay, it's called wow. game show. <laughs> What would you call it? What would you call? I have it? no idea. Like a bachelor okay, well, type, right? Kind of. Yeah. Except there's like bachelors and bachelorettes, and basically, so um, it's a British show, but they have this like huge villa that they bring all these like really attractive um, singles to in Spain. Um, And basically they just put them on this island and they say, okay, get to know each other. At the end of the week, you'll couple up with whoever you like. Whoever doesn't get coupled up will be dumped from the island. Um, Simple simple concept, except they have these like little challenges and they're always like bringing in new boys, new girls to, you know, like um, ruffle some feathers. And (laughs) it's just, it's a really entertaining show. Um, and like, it's just, it's one of those things. So, uh, Steven and I, my boyfriend have been watching se- season six cause it's the newest one that's out. I think it, it actually aired. It came out, they were recording like just before the pandemic happened. So like good mm. timing for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just so entertaining and it's just like, it's one of those, um, not, I wouldn't call it trashy, but it does have its moments of like, you know, there's a lot of drama. So you watch it for the drama, but there's also gotcha. a lot of sweet moments because sometimes on the very first day you know a couple will couple up and then they'll stay together the whole time and there's actually from season four um or season five one of the two there's actually a couple and that aired in 2018 or 2019 and they're still together to this day and they were like the first coupled up on the first day and they're still together like three four years later so it it does happen you can find love (laughs) on love island um most of the time you just find like instagram fame and then you're set for the rest of your life because then yeah. you just, so either you know, works either so good. either you win either way like there yeah. really is no losing um but yeah and and it goes over the course of they're there for like an entire summer like eight weeks they're Ooh. on this like villa in spain oh, wow. yeah okay. so it's like oh i'd love to <laughs> just yeah. there, you know yeah. i'd even work on the crew but yeah it's just <laughs> it's just one of those shows you can watch like episode after episode and you're like what's gonna happen next and and the um the host um there's the host who actually like comes into the villa and then there's um, like the narrator, but he's actually like a comedian, I think from Ireland or Scotland. 
I can't remember his name, but he's like hilarious. So he'll just make these like little jabs and, you know, just make it really funny for the viewer. Nice. Um, yeah, I would really recommend it. It's, you know, it's not for everyone, but it's, if you like The Bachelorette or Bachelorette, which I don't like, you'd probably, yeah. you'd like this show. It's quite entertaining. So. <laughs> What's it called? Love Island. Love, Love Island. Island. They've also done like an Australian, I think, version, but the, the British version is the original and it's, okay. it's quite good. I've only watched seasons four to six I haven't watched the the beginning, beginning. so we're gonna finish season six then like circle back to season one and then <laughs> go through nice. so see what happens yeah. yeah yeah we got lots to watch so nice. <laughs> what about so, you Shannon what you've been watching um two fun things well okay I thought they were going to be fun things <laughs> okay so the first one is between two ferns I don't know if oh yeah with Zach yeah. Galifianakis it sounds familiar yeah with Zach Galifianakis and it's so funny um so i actually watched it twice <laughs> i watched the first <laughs> it time a, a show or a movie and then i watched it a second time it's a movie it's on a show Netflix. and a movie well it's a, sh- a movie about yeah. a sh- so yeah. oh okay a little confusing. producing this show and oh it's so funny there's tons ah, gotcha. of celebrities that come on and they make all sorts of jokes so that was really great laughing and in the same vein um found some Bo Burnham and Mom oh Burnham yes so very um funny hilarious yeah. but I watched also super depressing yeah <laughs> yes and um we were we were talking about you know uh, pandemic and uh, anxiety and, and all that kind of stuff earlier in our our show today and I it just every time we were talking about it I was like oh yeah yeah I was watching that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I ended yeah. my Sunday night watching that and um it gave me uh, it's it's not comedy uh it, it had some funny it's like really it is part. but it isn't it's you social know? commentary yeah yeah yes I've and, loved him for like so long. And when this yeah. came out, I was so excited. And then I like cried for like an entire afternoon. I was like, this is not what I was expecting, but it's very good. But I think it, it was helpful to me. Maybe I believe in those things that come to you when the time is right to come to you. Cause I mean, it's been out for a bit. It's not like it's brand, brand new or anything. So I obviously watched it when I was supposed to watch it. If people jive with that kind of stuff. And it made me think about um, sort of the re-entry plan that we've got going on here as far as, you know, summer, best summer ever, and how, how we all are going to have different thresholds and and what that's going to feel like for everybody. And it was a good reminder, I think, to be, um, like you said, Claire, gentle and kind to everyone as they sort of come out of this pandemic cocoon and start flapping their wings uh, however that looks for them and I don't know it was quite um there's some parts in there that I could you know relate to and then there were some parts where I saw in in maybe people around me that went through Mm -hmm. um and it was just yeah it was good it was a a little bit of a good sort of here's some reality sandwich for you not everyone is going to come out of this unscathed (laughs) and um yeah I don't know I thought it was I liked it too I liked it too I would recommend it I was just talking to coworkers about it on uh, Saturday when we were working together and I started watching it, rewatching it last night, but then I got too sleepy. So I paused it. I'll watch the rest of it again today, but I like listening to the soundtrack. I don't know what that says about me on Spotify. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it, I think it's okay. Yeah. I think it's always okay. been so entertaining and like yeah. so creative I'm, with his. Like, he's music. smart. <laughs> like he's very he's smart. smart. It, yeah, yeah it, and, it is like the smart type of comedy where it's not just yeah. like bing bang, it's here's weird. here's a punchline, you know, it's yeah. it's quite yeah. 
he's good. Yeah, sometimes well, you're laughing because you're like, that's too real. <laughs> my favorite part was the white woman Instagram. I was just yeah. going to say. I was just going to say. an inside oh. look at myself and went, oh my God. <laughs> and because you know it's true. It's like, I've seen, I've seen that. Post I've been guilty of some of that. that. Yeah. Yeah. All of it. So oh, very good. Very eye-opening. Very aware. Very good. Switching gears a lot from yours. Um, so I have been super into the conjuring cinematic universe and like in summer I love watching horror Um, I don't know there's something about like hot weather and then like you watch a scary movie and it's just it heightens it for me no I don't know it heightens it for me like to be watching like horror on like a sunny day like I on Friday I was off because I worked on Saturday so I started watching a horror movie at like 7 30 in the morning like blinds open sunny day and it just felt like scary and like a little bit wrong and like it just like didn't match the whole yeah like I would never watch horror like during the day I would only ever watch it at night because I feel like that's the right thing to do it's a it's a good mix but then I freak myself out yeah and when I I need to to have a little bit more time between that and this so I I don't know why I ended up watching the first conjuring um but fun my yeah my favorite <laughs> podcast the rewatchables had a podcast on that first conjuring so I watched it and then I listened to them talk about this what they called the conjuring cinematic universe and I didn't realize that they had built this universe so conjuring and conjuring to the nun the curse of la Llorona, Annabelle mm-hmm. and Annabelle comes home are all together and then the new conjuring oh. movie just came out so they're all uh, linked in different ways so I watched Conjuring and Conjuring 2 and then I watched the, this is all in a week and then I watched The Nun <laughs> and then I watched The Curse of Lorona. and now I've been scared of dolls for like a really long time yeah but I am gonna watch Annabelle, um, Annabelle Comes Home especially because it has the people from Conjuring and Conjuring 2 in it which mm-hmm. I didn't realize but like oh. it's just so smartly done the end of The Nun how it reveals how it links back to the first conjuring and then also to the second conjuring, which you kind of already know if you had watched the second conjuring is like actually smart. And I think a lot of times in horror movies, they just go for like cheap scares and they don't think about, yeah, Yeah. they don't think about how they can maybe connect things or whatever. Um, So the first two conjuring movies are about a couple Ed and Lorraine Warren who investigate paranormal goings on so they became famous like these are based on real people they became famous in the 70s for investigating the Amityville house um, which people might be familiar with Um, so you follow them in the two movies but then you also follow the hauntings you know quote-unquote hauntings that are happening um, in the movies and then they all sort of meet up together just really smart it has like good scares. It has creepy scares. It just has like that ominous feeling, but it's also smart. And like all of the people are well casted. So it's not like, oh, you're, you're overacting. Like I can't take you seriously. You've taken me right out of this, whatever. I just, <laughs> they're really good. And I would, if you're a horror fan and you're like, oh, I think those are going to be lame or whatever. Cause I have seen a lot of horror in my day, believe it or not, this romance reader. Um, but I would definitely recommend them. And I'm kind of sad that I didn't get into them like as they were going, like and seeing them in the theater and having that experience. I think I saw either the first or the second Conjuring in theater with my friends, just because like, you know, you got to go with your friends, with the girls. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I do remember it actually being good. Like I, I, I'm not a huge horror movie fan. It's got to be the right place and time. 
um but I actually but they're well crafted yeah they were yeah yeah they're well crafted and I like the third one has now come out um and it's in theaters slash also on video on demand third conjuring yeah so I would want to see that one there's something about a horror movie like theater experience because like everyone's kind of scared yeah and like, everyone goes yeah, it's just at like the same the time feel- yeah there's the feeling of the room so it does sort of heighten the experience in a different way so yeah. I might go to that um I might end up going by myself to be honest with you my movie going friend is not a horror watcher so I'll go, go with you I'll go watch you? it yeah um so Sage and I will report back yeah we'll report work. back <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it was really good and then also obviously I've been watching my beloved Loki on Disney plus he finally got yes. his own show so two episodes in I'm not going to tell you what but I was absolutely right about something and I felt so smart and also vindicated and can I just say <laughs> congratulations to me Congratulations. There you go. <laughs> I won't I won't say it on this podcast because I want to ruin it if people are like saving it up to like binge it or whatever. So no spoilers, yeah. but I was right and I felt really just excellent about myself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and before Great. we go, Shannon, what have you been listening to? Um just I've been trying to just do I'm obviously doing a lot of running, so very upbeat running playlists and stuff like that, mostly music. And the Avit brothers again. I just mm, always settle into them. them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, mostly that. What about you, Sage? Your frenemies podcast got all broke up. <sighs> that's exactly what I was going to talk about. <laughs> I am. I devastated. thought about you the minute I saw that on commentary YouTube. It's it's tough because there's a lot of back and forth, and there's like it's it's kind of hard to know. I I feel bad for both of them. Yeah. But then I I feel like they're they're both kind of like milking it a little bit. Um, like for, for the views. views yeah um but I'm really sad like I and they've had fights before like pretty big blowouts um where like Trisha one of the hosts has like walked out because you know for one reason or the other um and they've they've come back and you know she has admitted to she has like mental health issues and like um borderline you know personality disorder and like you know a lot of stuff so she would you know she'd have little outbursts and manic episodes and whatnot um and she, then she would come back and they they would be all good. Um, but I think this one, I think she's like stuck to her guns. And I don't think she was like really having like a, like a, a manic, you know, episode. And it feels her. more final to you in this time. Yeah, it does. Which is quite sad. I don't see them coming back. I think it's pretty, pretty officially done. So that's too bad. Mm-hmm. And I also, I don't know how it's all going to work with them because um, Trisha is marrying Ethan's brother-in-law Ethan's the other host so like I don't know how their family dynamic is going to be I I um I feel bad for them on on all ends like I'm just like man and I feel bad for me and everyone else who loved watching it because it was such an entertaining show and just you know the the stuff they would get up to was hilarious and yeah I'm I'm really quite sad about it so So it's a podcast it's a podcast and they also like record it and then put it on YouTube. Oh, very good. Yeah. Is so it I a would... success formula then? Should we like start fighting? And um... <laughs> I think maybe because we're they, yeah. they were like, like he, him and his wife had had a podcast for quite a long time. And then they met Trisha, kind of became friends. Just like he, he really liked her, thought she was like such a like comedian, good personality. Um, so they created the show together and and yeah, it's just, it, it's probably one of the biggest podcasts like, um, you know, out there right now, like it's, it's quite popular um, because she's always been like, you know, the name to, you know, get, I don't want to say the name to get views because she's more than just like a name to like get, you know, people clicking on a video. Um, But she's always been like a little controversial, a little, 
out there. Um, but you know, I feel like she'd had made very a lot of uncensored. Yeah. She's yes. Been a very oh. uncensored yeah. individual. Yeah. But she, I feel like she's made a lot of progress over the last like year or so. Um, so I'm just really, I'm really sad. I'm really quite sad, but who knows? Yeah. We never know. Maybe it's all just, maybe it's all just for publicity. Who knows? Yeah. Could be. But yeah. When I saw that, I immediately thought of you. That's why it's like, don't go into business with family, I guess. It's a good idea. Yeah, it can be hard. I was talking to Stephen about it and he said, well, it's exactly like um, Kitchen Nightmares, like with Gordon Ramsay, where he goes to the restaurants. And of course, it's always like the the dad who started the restaurant passed it down to his kids and now the kids like hate it and they hate their dad. I'm like, don't do it with family. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, that's, I've just been re-listening to some, the, the golden ages. They've only been having this podcast for like a couple months. So yeah, so. yeah. rest in peace for enemies. <laughs> I yeah. listened to an audio book. I listened to an audio book that we have in our Libby collection and it's called Humans, A Brief History of How We Effed It All Up. The effed it part is is not censored. I'm censoring it for the podcast. Um, and it's uh, <laughs> by Tom Phillips. And it's basically about, it'll talk about how humans were doing really good. Look at what we accomplished here. But then look at how we screwed it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, fa- valid. Yeah. It's like things were going really well. It's like a little roller coaster. And like the narrator so good, sounds so excited. And then this happens and downhill. <laughs> But yeah. then things started what going well. Do? Look at us go. We rallied, and then no, we had to screw it up. <laughs> like, so it was a very good listen. It's not like it was good, but my favorite still is like Sapiens. It's not hmm. Sapiens isn't humorous oh. at all. This one is humorous, <laughs> and it does give you some like little laugh out loud chuckles. And the, oh, yeah, I would nice. definitely recommend the audiobook because the narrator is just perfect. Like, just it's so good that way. That makes a difference. Yeah, so I'd recommend it's, that. It's, oh, that brings awesome. us that brings us to season two finale, the end. Oh my goodness. Woo-hoo! Season yeah. two. What a year. Yeah. Season two and in- what a year we'll have next year. I know. <gasps> we'll next season season three. Season three coming. Can't so wait. Exciting. That's exciting. So, so we hope everyone has a great summer. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to get your summer reading club challenge sheets. As always, you can find us on Twitter at RDPL, Shannon at Shan Laron, me at yep. What CCs, and Sage at S Black RDPL. If you want to chat Ooh. to us about any of these podcasts or, you know, ask Sage who the co host is, whatever. Only in person, not on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> She'll tell you which branch she's at on Twitter so yeah. that you can show up in person. There we That's go. right. That sounds safe, doesn't it? No. <laughs> Ask me where no. I am so we can show up. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Maybe, we'll, maybe we won't. We'll have our own horror movie in the library. Like, oh, oh my God. gosh. Oh, my God. Claire. Stop. <laughs> so we hope anyway. everyone has a great, great summer. And Enjoy. we will see you in season three. I always say see you. Well, you'll hear us in season three, I guess. We'll see ya. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see ya. Yeah. <laughs> And in the meantime, we might have an unboxing slash uh, look at our studio. So potentially stay stay tuned for that. That'd be awesome. Bye, ladies. Bye, everyone. Happy summer, buddy.